Hi there, it's Julia Louis-Dreyfus. You may know me from my podcast called Wiser Than Me, where I talk to older women and get their wisdom from the front lines of life. I was amazed by how many people told me our show made them look forward to getting older, which is why I'm here to talk about season two of the show. Sally Field, Billie Jean King, Beverly Johnson, Ina Garten, Bonnie Ray, just to name a few. All hail old women. Wiser Than Me season two is out now from Lemonada Media. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Welcome to the Mystery to Me podcast. I'm Anya Kane. And I'm Kevin Greenlee. And we love movies and television shows with a whiff of mystery. Mystery to Me will feature us riffing on murder mysteries, film noir, cozy detective stories, police procedurals, psychological thrillers, legal dramas, tales of teen sleuths, and more. Once we're done yucking it up about whatever we've just seen, we'll serve up our five-star final takes on whether it's worth your time. If you're offended by silliness, profanity, political asides, canine-related interruptions, and losers laughing at their own bad jokes, beware. Also note that some of the stories we'll be talking about are pretty dark, and in some cases exceptionally badly written. So content warning for murder, violence, suicide, torture, rape, racism, misogyny, homophobia, transphobia, and bigotry. If there's a movie or show you'd like for us to talk about, email us at mysterytomepodcast at gmail.com. Our show's take on genre is pretty loosey-goosey. So as long as your suggestion has some dash of mystery, we're interested in hearing about it. Spoiler alert! We're going to be discussing the entirety of this show or movie, spoilers and all. So if you want to be surprised... Press pause, go watch the thing, then join us for the show. Now that you've heard our spiel, go ahead and polish off those magnifying glasses and slip into your favorite trench coat. Let's get mysterious. Three Stooges and uh, an indictment of Jill Besser. A <laughs> <laughs> desperate bid to get. That's how this started. Let's get more clicks with this Jill Besser material. So, Anya, what did we watch? What did we survive is a better question. Well, we made some mistakes. Yes. We watched four short films. And. Uh, the, la- the last two 
that we saw were remakes of one of the first ones we saw, which we didn't realize until it was too late. But so let's talk I get, about, I, get, I get ahead of myself. Let's talk about the odd one out, which is a Who Done It, a 1949 short film starring the Three Stooges. Which, which 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 iteration of the Three Stooges? I was about to explain, sir. <laughs> Workplace abuse. It's funny. Um, it stars Mo Howard, Larry Fine, and Shemp Howard. Okay, now let's let's talk about the other things we watch, which are all the same movie. Well, should we should we discuss and analyze and get who done it out of the way first? All right, sure. We can kind of we can kind of wrap that up. Put a bow on it. Put a bow on it, and then move on to the Groundhog's Day ass <laughs> situation we somehow found ourselves in because you decided, oh, let's watch some Joe Bessert movies. So let first of all let's say you were I had to say you were howling all the way through Who Done It. You you unironically enjoyed I'm this. I'm a simple woman and I've said on this program many times, I sometimes think I have the tastes of like your average dad. You know, I like Clive Cussler. I like action movies. I like, you know, so I think it makes sense that I do actually find the Three Stooges unironically funny. I just find I find slapstick amusing when people are standing on tables then falling off tables. That makes me smile. I don't necessarily think hitting each other is as funny, but the like shit crashing down around them, that's that's funny to me. So you you dug this. Yeah, and I thought this one was a funny one. I thought this one was a pretty good one. Then they're the premise is pretty simple. But what what's what's the premise? Well, the premise is that they are private detectives. Are they successful? No. I mean how how do we See them. Kevin, they're the three stooges. <laughs> what do you want from them? When we first see them, they've been bound and gagged by some unseen foe in, I guess, a prequel. In a prequel, yeah. They ended in humiliation and defeat. I think the joke is that they were robbed. So, like, you know, obviously, if they're being uh, tasked with protecting other people, clients, and they can't even protect themselves. Then we got a problem. There's a problem. I don't think these men are competent men. <laughs> I, think th- I think we're in for some uh, some issues with that. So, so yeah, you, you open up with them tied up, and then they get called in to this Mr. Goodrich guy who seems to be, in some ways, like the embodiment of my anxiety. He's freaking out. He's yelling. He's panicking because there's a gang going around and kidnapping and holding for ransom uh, well-respected men around town, I guess. So, you know... They, they they immediately get him, and then the Stooges show up, and they're, you know, trying to find him. And There's lots of chases. Lots of chases. A guy in a lot of eyeliner and mascara trying to strangle people through hidden passageways. Gotta love that. Every old house should have that, right? Right. <laughs> and uh, all these people in, like, a sort of, like, a knives-out situation, they all want this guy's money, and they're they're all, you know, plotting against them, and they're trying to get rid of the detectives and... Chasing them around and just a lot of wild stuff. And, you know, I think a lot of people who are not, who are not stooge heads, they, <laughs> they don't, they, I, I mean, and I, I, I count myself among that. I don't, I don't really follow, I didn't really follow their careers. I just more well, like. Well, their careers ended before you were born. Yeah, I watch, I watch the movies sometimes and then and I'll be like, oh, this is amusing. But, you know, it's, it, people think because I, you know, it, it'll be like, it's always Larry, Moe and Curly. But they actually had a number of different lineups. And in this case, Shemp is Moe and Curly's brother, right? Yes. 
And he... He was actually in the act first. He was in the act first. He brings kind of like a chill energy to it. Like, Curly's all energy. He's running around. He's freaking out. This guy's, you know, this guy's a little bit more like, yeah, I'm just here. I'm just a, I'm just a guy. I'm just Shemp. <laughs> so, I mean, I, I, I think you were asking me who did I prefer, Curly or Shemp, and I, I don't really... I think they just both... They make it a slightly different act. You know, I, I don't know... I, Maybe slight edge to Curly, but it's not. It just you, a, you. You seem to laugh a lot more during the Shemp episode. I, I thought that was a better episode. I think it. It seemed more streamlined. It seemed more like we're all going toward the same premise. Whereas the first one, as we'll talk about, had a, had a bit of an odd beginning, uh, but you know, then it picked up. And a couple of Shemp's big scenes in in the short really seem to get to you. Why are you making this? Why are you making me out? To be a big stooge fanatic. You're always raving about Shemp. No, I'm not. You're the stooge head in this marriage. There was a scene where he was behind a camera taking a picture of a lady. That was just weird. That was disturbing. It's like the camera came alive and was like kept looking at the lady. And I, I found it kind of kind of like a almost like a the stooges you know go into the horror genre where this camera's possessed. It was that was that was a little bit the disturbing. camera became kind of phallic yeah and was like I, know, I'm like, I don't feel like we should be seeing this right now so that was not one of my favorite scenes i was uncomfortably laughing at that point sir yeah that, that camera was fucked up and then then there's like scene where shemp and the lady are both trying to roofie one another that goes on for like five hours oh my were, god were they trying to roofie each other or were they trying to kill each other Oh, and I guess they were trying to poison each other, and then she succeeds in poisoning him, and you <laughs> compared it to some liquid medicine that you had to take recently, because he just starts screaming and jumping up and down and choking and really overreacting. Yeah, I thought I took that medicine with stoic good humor, but but you contend that I overreacted to it. There was there was a big there was a lot of drama with that. <laughs> Oh my god. And you know, it's just it's it's just it's just the stooges. It's just what you expect. They're they're fighting with each other, Moe's hitting everybody accusations. There's some funny scenes with them running around being chased by this big guy who's trying to strangle everybody. Uh there's some funny scenes where the lights are getting turned off and people are, you know, making statements and like putting matches up. I mean, it's just it's just very silly fun. I thought it was silly fun. I thought this one held up pretty well. A lot of, as you said, a lot of the verbal humor is just is just stupid, and you can't, you know, it's not even funny. But a lot of the physical slapstick actually is quite well done. I thought. Yes, you were roaring. You, you were laughing too, asshole. <laughs> you were holding your sides because you were laughing. I feel so like much. you're trying to own me by acting like I love this more than you. You're. A, may I remind you, it was not I that purchased a billion Three Stooges DVDs and then never even opened them. Now, if that's not a sign of mental illness, I don't know what is. But let me note, it was your idea to purchase a billion Charlie Chan DVDs. And hopefully we won't open most of those. I guess. And that is a sign of mental illness. I Game, set, <laughs> match. Fuck <laughs> you. Yes, the fuck you is your not so graceful way of conceding defeat. 
answer answer this question, Mr. Greenlee. Yes or no? Who proposed watching the Three Stooges today? Me or you? You. No, you did. I said we should watch the Little Rascals in a bid to get more downloads because that's one of our most downloaded episodes. And you said also, you said also. And you said, no, why don't we do the Three Stooges? And I said, fine. If that's what makes you happy, Kevin, fine. You said, oh, we should do uh, the Little Rascals or maybe some Stooges. And I said, well, why don't we try the Stooges? So you chose the Stooges. You, 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 I you. offered you two <laughs> options and you chose the Stooges. I'm not even sure if there's other mystery-themed Little Rascals out there. There are. There are crime-themed Little Rascals out there. There are. Like what? I wrote them down in my notes. <laughs> They're out there. We just have to get them. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> You're a dude fanaticism. When did you, when did, were you like one of those kids who watched a lot of Three Stooges? Was I you, one of those you, kids? You strike me. <laughs> you strike me as the type. Uh, it was on after school. <laughs> I got it. I got it. I see you for what you are. So you got stooge pilled early on. I, 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 you're obviously familiar with it. I think you know more about the stooges and their history than I do. I don't know more about the stooges. You're the one who's asking me, oh, yeah, Shemp and da 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 and then oh, Joe Bessard. I'm like, Cur- and then Curly Joe. I don't know any of these men. I knew that there was Larry Moe and Curly and then Shemp. That was all I knew. I didn't know there were other men coming in. Did you know about Ted Healy? No, I didn't. You told me that he was murdered. Did you know about, uh, is it Emil Stotka? No. So I think you know more about the Stooges than I do. I'm not so sure that's true. <laughs> you could be making up names right now, and I'd be like, all right. <laughs> what about Fitzroy Hughes? I mean, like, I don't know. I, I You could just say any words, and I would be like, I know Ted Healy because you told me about that because he was murdered by possibly the guy who was the main producer for the James Bond series, <laughs> Broccoli. <laughs> Which is an insane sentence. And also the the guy who was abusive to a uh, hot toddy Thelma Todd. And he, he was he was kind of a he was a drunk, right? And the Stooges didn't really want to work with him anymore and then he was murdered. So it's a, it's a bleak history. <laughs> you really brought the house down. Suddenly you're talking about the tragic death of this uh, beloved entertainer. The proto stooge. This episode is brought to you by Philo. Do you love TV? Do you love saving money? Then Philo is your solution. Philo has shows, movies, and live TV for just $25 a month. You can even try it for free with their seven-day free trial. No contracts, no commitments, no hassles, just a better way to watch TV. Never miss a minute of shows like the hit docuseries Where is Wendy Williams or classics such as Friends. If you can't get enough TV, then there's no better way to watch. Philo has more than 70 channels like BET, MTV, and AMC. And the best part? You can try it yourself with their seven-day free trial. Sign up today at philo.tv slash poppods. That's P-H-I-L-O dot TV slash P-O-P-P-O-D-S to get 50% off your first month. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery 
starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. So we started out, we actually, the first thing we watched was uh, a Curly episode, <coughs> Dizzy Detectives. Yeah. And, then, and then we watched Who Done It with Shemp. And uh, you said, Kevin, I'm not sure if this is really enough. My, my stooge itch hasn't been really <laughs> fully satisfied. Let's watch a third one. And I said, oh, wouldn't it be interesting? We watched something with Curly. We watched something with Shemp. Uh, the third stooge to join the, you know, to replace Shemp after his tragic death was uh, Joe Besser. It didn't really seem like any of the Joe Besser... Stooge episodes would be within your wheelhouse, so a I said... A mystery. Yeah. So I said, well, why don't we watch uh, one of his solo shorts that he did with uh, Hawthorne. Of course, Hawthorne, who has one name like Madonna or Prince. So we watched Hook a Crook, and then for reasons we're explained, shortly after that we watched another Besser and Hawthorne film called Freddy Cat. But now that I've explained that, why don't you tell us about the 1943 uh, classic Dizzy Detectives? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, just don't choke. I'm going to have to replace you with <laughs> Joe, Joe Bessert or some other random person. Jesus Christ. Dizzy Detectives has a rather odd opening. Uh, hostile work environment, violent work environment. The Three Stooges, and you're thinking, oh, it's called Dizzy Detectives. But for some reason, the Three Stooges, which is Mo, Curly, and Larry, are working as general contractors, which, if you're familiar with, like, cops in Long Island, that's actually kind of, I mean, a lot of a lot of them have, like, side jobs as general contractors out there. And, I, I mean, I know that because my family is from Long Island, but uh, kind of catches you off guard in this supposedly mystery-themed Three Stooges episode. But it quickly, after a lot of slapstick and ridiculousness, including one gag where Mo falls off a table that I found personally very funny because it looked realistic, uh, they end up getting, for some reason, fired as contractors but hired as police officers, which is like, okay. <laughs> sort of an anti-police message from the Stooges. <laughs> the Stooges go woke. And they uh, they get hired, and I'm gonna describe this all in detail because it's gonna come it's gonna become a little bit important later. So bear with me. They are hired. They are sent out on an assignment because a gorilla has been stealing things, or a man in a gorilla suit, unclear which. And I want to add, if you watch old movies, you'd think that like. 40, 30% of all crimes were gorilla related because we literally just reviewed a Charlie Chan movie where this was happening. 
And yeah. and I can think of, I mean, you just see that a lot. People thought that gorillas were doing crimes, and I just think that's ridiculous because, I mean, they're they're nice animals. You know, leave them alone. I don't know why people were so worried about this. But they uh, they go off on the assignment, but not before tripping on a phone, throwing said phone at their law enforcement-related uh, supervisor at work, knocking him out. He doesn't fall down, though. He leans against the wall, looking stricken, and then someone, a bald man, comes back in the room, a bald man in this case being Curly, comes back in the room and is like, oh, no, and then blows him. I mean, I mean, <laughs> no, I mean... <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't mean it like I don't, I don't mean it like that. I don't mean it like that. You know what I mean? Like he comes. What are you talking about? <laughs> he blows on him, like you know, like like you know, like 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 he kind of like knocks him down. <laughs> He blows on him, and that little puff of air causes the man to fall down. God damn it! That's what I meant, but it just came out wrong! Oh my god! Oh, Anya. You take it over. What happens next? Well, should we just cut to the chase and say that the Joe Besser films basically stole a lot of the gags and even some of the same shots from this Three Stooges film? Most of the dialogue. So what you've just described, we then saw... Two other times. <laughs> Twice. We've seen this same movie, the same short film three times in the span of like an hour which i think is against like geneva convention style i mean like i don't even know why we did this to ourselves after we saw the first joe besser film i looked it up and saw that it was a remake of a previous joe besser film and i said well why don't we watch just a little tiny bit of that to get the flavor I'm a and completionist. you said <laughs> i want to see the whole thing because maybe there's a really an interesting different ending but there wasn't and the thing is like about it is that it, it it's almost shocking but it's not just it's not just they do the same general thing. They just do everything. I mean, like, it. there's really a not, a, not a lot of difference between any of these. Like, the same shots, the same gags, the same dialogue, the same... Like, I mean, it's... Basically, the only thing they cut from those Joe Besser things are, are the, uh, the contractor, the general contractor opening. And I'm going to say this. The Stooges do it significantly better because it's much more tailored to their comedic abilities of slapstick and kind of fighting with each other. And when you see Joe Besser do it, you're just like, what are you doing, man? What are you and Hawthorne doing? And who is Hawthorne? And who is Hawthorne? And why are we supposed to care? Why does he just have one name? Jesus Christ. We were having a nice, <laughs> refined discussion. <laughs> you had to drag it down to your base level. I didn't mean to say it like that. It just came out. 
Oh, God. That's the porno version. <laughs> oh, man. Jesus. It's surprising the third time. There's, there's like a comic bit involving a guillotine, which was mildly funny in the Stooges. Wasn't so much funny in the, in the first Besser. In the second Besser, you're just saying, oh, here's the fucking guillotine. Guillotine for whoever fucking wrote those Joe Besser movies. And like, yeah, at first I was like, LOL, Curly was a committed Girondist. So, he, you know, fell during the French Revolution. But yeah, by the end, you're just like, this, this, this is just stupid. And, like, that's the thing with, like, these kinds of slapsticks. Like, you can't watch a lot of it at once, in my opinion. Even if it's well done, like the Stooges are. Like, you know, like, there's comedic timing and thought put into it with them. But, like, when you're just watching it again and again. And, you know, I, I mean, I guess I'm just... Were the Stooges, like, pissed off about this? Because, like, I would be. Isn't it, like, the same director? Oh, so ba- was it basically like I'm the director? I own this. I, I, just I, I don't know. Have everybody you. do it. You know, Laurel and Hardy. We're we're gonna do the same thing. It's gonna be the fucking guillotine again and a fucking gorilla. And it's a real gorilla. It was not a fake gorilla. It was a guy. It was not a guy in a gorilla suit. It was the real gorilla who people had trained to steal antiques, specifically. Why, why did we do that? I don't know. I don't know why we did this. I think it says something about us, and it's not a good thing. <sighs> See, then, like, it blasted our brains so much. I don't, I barely even remember the original version. The original version was better. It was, it felt, it felt like it, and it came, I mean, it's not, I was like, oh, maybe the Stooges ripped off Besser. Nope. Nope, theirs came first. Theirs was very much first. <coughs> and Besser, and here's, let's talk about this madness. Let's talk about this choice. So Besser rips off the Stooges, okay? And then does it again, right? Yeah. He remakes his remake of the Stooges original. And God, I don't even want to look this up, but I mean, God, did the Stooges remake something? I don't want to know. Are there 20 versions of this out there? I don't think I can handle that. I know the Stooges remade a lot of stuff. They remade a lot of stuff, so I guess that was a common thing. At one point, you know, after Shemp died, they kept him in the the show just by reusing uh, old clips of him and also shooting another guy from the back. That's really sad because that was their in-real-life brother. Yes. That's awful. It's a very sad act because, you know, Curly had a, a stroke that made him unable to work. It is a sad act. They had a lot of they had a lot of problems. It's sad. Did they get along in real life? Mo was apparently a nice man. Yeah, I could see that. Uh, okay, okay, I'm seeing something here that suggests that it's possible that Dizzy Detectives was a remake of Pardon My Scotch. <laughs> <laughs> what? What the fuck did you just say? <laughs> Dizzy Detectives was itself a partial remake of the 1935 film, Pardon My Scotch. Starring Joe Besser? (laughs) Oh, the opening carpentry scene, according to Wikipedia, is taken from Pardon My Scotch. Oh, okay. So, not the detectives part, but the the part that didn't make any sense to be in this film. Uh, Oh, yeah. What? Uh... So this, there's a scene 
in 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 the the short where uh, Mo takes quite a fall, <clears throat> and that is apparently uh, taken from, pardon my scotch, and uh, Mo was actually injured. Oh shit! Yeah, according, looked, according to Wikipedia, it looked like a real fall. And now I feel bad for laughing so hard. You said you liked it because it seemed so realistic. It did. It seemed really realistic, but turns out it was a little too real. According to Wikipedia, uh, the scene where Mo came crashing down on his left side caused him to break three ribs. Shit. It looked like a really bad fall. He was able to pull himself up and deliver a double slap to Larry and Curly before collapsing. <laughs> Jesus Christ. He was then rushed to the hospital while production ceased. That was a bleak day in stooge history. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Talk about <laughs> suffering for your art. Jesus. So they so so the Stooges kind of started the remake cycle, but not not to the same degree because they were like they were they were maybe plagiarizing themselves a bit, but they weren't taking it from like they had they had very little budget for these things. They had they they weren't like oh Laurel and Hardy did a detective thing with a gorilla and a and a guillotine and hitting their boss in the head head with a phone. And you said Bessert worked with Be is it Bessert or Besser? Besser. Besser. Besser worked with the Stooges, but he had a had a problem with one thing that's kind of a critical part of this. He didn't like being slapped. He, he felt. <laughs> Why did he try out then? I think the, I think he was just asked, and uh, comedy shorts were on the way out at that time. This was uh, the mid to late fifties. There's really no reason to watch like an eighteen minute comedy short in the movie theater. Just watch that junk on TV. So they were getting less and less popular, and so he was offered the chance to join the Stooges to replace the dead Shemp Howard, who in turn had replaced the uh, the impaired. Uh, uh, curly howard just sad just sad when you put it out like that and so besser though did not like to be slapped so he quit he, he didn't like to be slapped he eventually left the act and then he was replaced by uh curly joe dorita because at that point the the curly shorts were being shown on tv and were pretty popular and so they said well let's get somebody in who looks a lot like curly and we'll call him curly joe Jesus Christ! Confuse the kids. Confuse everybody. Curly had so much energy in the one we in the in the in the in the Dizzy Detectives. He's like really, so I can understand why his were popular because he's very. He's got the distinctive voice. He's got the distinctive look. He's got he's like revving himself up constantly. So it, it makes sense that you know people people wanted to see more of that. I I, I Jesus, but the. The Joe Besser thing, I mean, I think you said it when we were watching this, but he, he has a kind of a different comedic style, and it really doesn't seem that, you know, a Three Stooges ripoff is going to be in his favor comedically. Yeah. So they should have developed uh, material just for... Uh... Yeah, he's kind, of, he's kind of a bit <coughs> effeminate. He's kind of a bit like, oh, I don't want to, you know, like, like kind of complaining a lot. But it just doesn't feel like he's into the, like, the Stooges, like, they live and breathe slapstick and hitting each other and falling off shit and getting really badly injured as a result of falling off of shit. 
that like you can tell like that is their that is their artistry that is their world but this guy just feels like they like at one point they had a guy a, a robber who's i guess controlling the gorilla like start hitting him and like it was clearly they were just like cutting different takes and it just looked really it was like he's not really getting hit cuz he doesn't like to get hit so why don't you do something more in line with what you can do Harsh words from uh, Anya Kane. Well, I'm I'm just being honest, and then seeing it be such a blatant like copy and paste job was just shocking. I guess I guess plagiarism wasn't considered like as big of a thing back in the day. It's like watching that same thing three times, it, like sucked all the joy out of it. It just we were we were really enthusiastic about watching these and talking about them and now it's yeah and we the reason we were watching these right now cuz it's really hot outside right now in Indiana we went and did some yard work and you needed some time to recover and it seems to have even drained you more <laughs> it was the same thing three times we saw four shorts and three of them were the same but we learned something this is the damage that plagiarism does, kids. Don't plagiarize. <laughs> or you might find yourself in a fucking besser mess. <laughs> Maybe that's why I like the first one so much, because it was different. You mean Who Done It or Dizzy Detectives? Who Done It. And that's the only one of the the four that we'd already seen. Yeah, and I still found it quite funny. I thought it's a funny premise. People are running around. It's, it's very energetic. It flows nicely. Do you think if you took that same film, cut the budget in half, and had it reenacted by actors who had maybe a quarter of the skill, and then you watch that version twice, would it affect your memory and joy in Who Done It? Probably. It looks like Who Done It was remade. No! 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 Who would dare? Who done it, Kevin? So what? I guess my question is: If Jules White gets his hands on the rights to Mystery to Me and remakes our episodes, what would those be like? I'm sure people would rejoice because they'd be actually good. <laughs> No, I, I don't know. We're not really doing slapstick. We're just talking about our opinions here. I'm just trying to find something fun to talk about. <laughs> Work with me here. <laughs> Who's the Joe Besser to Kevin? Yeah, who, who would you cast? I, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not going to say it. I don't know. Are you going to die in some tragic way? Yeah, then you'd probably try to record me from behind to trick people. <laughs> I would just go back and like have a little like b vocabulary thing of all like you saying different words like the uh and like then just be like so Kevin what do you think and you'd be like I think it was bad. <laughs> I'd be like ha, 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 yes that's rich. <laughs> Start crying. Awful. <laughs> just an awful concept. Do you do you want to just do a. Uh... Five star final, we can get out of here. Sure. I'd say that Who Done It is well done slapstick, while Dizzy Detectives was 
a fun premise that became disorienting after we started to watch Frady Cat and Hook a Crook. I'd say whodunit was good slapstick done well, but uh, Dizzy Detectives became uh, less interesting the, the more times we watched it over and over again. Yes. See, I was trying to repeat it for comic oh, effect. Oh, I didn't. I was like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> Jesus. Terrible. Thanks for listening this week. I'd like to give a special thanks to Kevin T. Greenley, who's no relation to me. He's the guy that composed the great music for this podcast, and you can find him on the web at kevintg.com. You can follow us on Twitter at mystery to me. That's mystery underscore to underscore me underscore. And at mystery to me podcast on Facebook and Instagram. And you can always send us recommendations and feedback of any kind at mystery to me podcast at gmail.com. We're not teens setting up Hotmail accounts in the early 2000s, so all of those spell out two as T-O. Thanks Thanks so so much much for listening. listening.